Welcome to the Wild Soul Academy podcast. I am your host, Joy Kaya, and I just want to welcome you here. So excited you've joined us. This podcast is all about the divine being who is feeling called to do more, be more, and show up more, whether it be with their community, with their family, in their business. You know, we are moving into this beautiful age of Aquarius together, and there is so much for us to tap into and grow from and expand. So join me, enjoy. I hope you love the episode, and here it is. Welcome to another episode of the Wild Soul Academy podcast. Today, I really want to start to have a conversation around the different seasons, the cycles of the moon, and just all of the different cycles that are around us in life and how we can apply that to our creative flow. And as a creative, I have been on this journey of artistic expression for as long as I can remember. And um, whether it was dance, writing, or learning how to knit a scarf, there is creativity all around us. And I know that I'm not alone in that. When we think about being an artistic individual, we sometimes we immediately think about maybe paint on a canvas or a songwriter or a pianist. We may not really recognize that even baking in our kitchen is an artistic expression when it is done from the heart and it is done with passion. I thought it would be really fun to talk about the different cycles that occur throughout the year and how we really do need to pay attention to what season we're in. The first thing I just want to touch on is as a woman, we align with the moon. If you think about the feminine energy is aligned with lunar energy. And then we have the masculine and the masculine is aligned with the sun. Now, why I'm sharing this is because the sun actually moves in a 24 hour cycle and the moon runs in a 29 day or 28 day cycle. And so when we look at the two, we can begin to see how different they really are. As far as their energy level, the sun comes in, in the morning and it's bright and it's radiant and it's full of energy early in the morning as it falls upon our grasses and our hills and our cities. As the sun goes and reaches noon, it is high in the sky, but it's peaked at, at noon above us. And then it slowly begins to make its journey downward into the late afternoon until it goes past our horizon at dusk. Then it's gone. It's a 12 hour period really, or less, <laughs> but it moves in 24 hours. And then the sun comes back up, energized once again, and then goes into rest. And that is the cycle of the masculine. The average work day moves just like that. You rise in the morning, you get ready for work, you go to work, at lunch you take a break, and then late afternoon you have completed your work day. And then you go home, you have dinner, and then you go to bed right? You rest. And so that is the 24 hour cycle. So we want to honor that because that sustains our life, but we also need to recognize that there's a piece of the cycle that we are not necessarily paying attention to. And that is the lunar cycle. <laughs> and it's a cat toy in the background. Um, so it is what it is. But if you go to that lunar cycle, 
and you start to look at it, now think of it this way. The new moon is the fresh start. It's energized, new beginnings, new ventures. And then as the new moon grows all the way to full, now you feel very illuminated and very, very bright. And then as the moon begins to wane, meaning it becomes more shadowed until it becomes completely dark, that's when our energy wanes. And then when we're in that dark space, we're oftentimes in a space of reflection or introspection. And then we begin again with a new moon. And the feminine, even our bodies align with that, with our menstruation. And so you think of the new moon as when your cycle is complete. So when you're just beginning day one of your cycle, you're feeling energized. Your full moon is when you're ovulating and you're attracting that energy. You feel very radiant and people are attracted to you. And then your energy begins to wane. Maybe you don't feel as extroverted. Maybe the introverted energies kind of come around you. And then when we go into that dark moon is when we start our cycle and we experience that in our femininity. And so we can now just take a look at that and feel into that energy. And when we do that, we can start to recognize that there is no right or wrong. There is no sun or moon, but there is both. And we all carry the masculine. We all carry the feminine energies within us. But I think what's really important is to look at them separately for a moment and then to integrate them together. So when we look at the feminine, I really want to lean heavy on this because the masculine energy, I think we get it, right? This is how we're living day to day. But if we now layer in this feminine energy, we begin to understand our cycles of creativity, our ability to feel very motivated, very inspired, and then to all of a sudden recognize that it's slowing down. And sometimes we question, we're like, well, why? Why can't I just feel inspired every day? Or why can't I just keep pushing? Well, we're not really genetically made up to be that way. We need to recognize that this is who we are. Like we need to recognize the cycles of the moon affect us. The moon affects water. It affects the water on our planet. It affects the water in your body. So we are connected to the moon. So with that, you can start to see that there is a cycle. So paying attention, you know, as a woman, even if you are no longer menstruating, you are, you do have that imprint in your body. Your body knows it's in cycles. You're going to feel the ebb and flow of energy. Start to pay attention, start to notice that energy and start to just accept it. Try not to push against it. Try not to force yourself to push forward. And that's kind of what the sun masculine energy does, right? We push ahead. Every day is a new day. Every day we're going to go out and get them. Well, also recognize that sometimes there's going to be a more waning energy, an energy of rest, an energy of introspection that needs to take place. And as women, we need that. We need it even more. Men need it too, by the way. <laughs> but because we have not honored our cycle a very, very long time, I won't even go into that. We need to start recognizing it. We need to tap back into it and we need to honor it. So now that I've talked about the lunar and the solar cycles, I now want to touch on the seasons. So the seasons are very much like the moon. 
And so I'm going to relate this to the moon a little bit so we can move through them. As we enter the season, we begin with spring. That is our new moon. And in spring, we plant the seeds, right? We plant our seeds. We plant our gardens. So now we're farmers, okay? Because we're going to talk about the season. So we plant all of our seeds, our ideas, our aspirations, our true vegetables <laughs> and herbs that are going to go into our garden beds. We are full of life and hope that these seeds will become something. And we tend to those seeds and we nurture them. We water them. It's all about spring energy. And we, we you know, we, we, we trust, we have hope, we have faith that something's going to come up, come of these seeds. So think about your creativity. Let's say you were writing a book, you know, this is like the idea for the book is there. Now you are writing out the outline of your chapters and you're beginning to write. And so then from spring, we move into summer and summer at its peak is the full moon. And so summer is about play and celebration. It's a very light energy. It kind of has its own rest because we're playing. We're supposed to be enjoying our time. I don't know if we do enough of that. <laughs> In summer, we also have our first harvest. Some of our fruits and vegetables, our bounty that we planted in spring begins to bear fruit and we get to celebrate that. We get to enjoy it. We allow it to nourish ourselves. So if I were writing a book, this is, I'm making headway. I'm, I'm like, I've got rough draft that I'm almost complete with, right? Like I'm just wrapping it up through summer and it feels so good. And I'm super excited about the work I'm creating. Okay, so you kind of see how the creative journey goes along with seasons. And then as we move into fall, fall is about getting organized. Fall energy is really interesting because the leaves begin to fall from the trees. Everything in nature is preparing for winter. So what does it mean to be prepared? Well, we need to get organized. We need to make sure everything's in alignment and Make sure everything is as so with that we are we're kind of very intellectual and we're preparing the other thing that's happening during the fall is our second harvest so all of those fall vegetables and fruits they are they are in bounty and we are honoring those with so much gratitude and the completion of our spring seeds really starts to take place during fall. Now we're, we're preparing for what's ahead with winter, but we're also, you know, if you think about the creative journey, if you were writing that book, maybe it's about the editing and the polish, the book cover and the polishing up of the book itself before you send it out to the publicist, right? To be reviewed or what have you. We kind of let go of all the things we've harvested, but the way we let them go is by looking at, if I'm the farmer, I'm looking at the, the fruits and vegetables that really brought the most bounty to my life. What creativity brought the most abundance to my life? And then what didn't bear fruit? Paying attention to that in the fall. 
feels very, very important because why put our, why continue to put our energy into something that's not bearing fruit? In fall, we, we, we're, we start to be a little introspective, but really we're allowing the death and then the rebirth to occur. The death of the shedding of the leaves, the completion of the harvest. There's a release that takes place. Great fall release. There, the moon is waning. And then as we go into winter, now it becomes very, very cold, right? There's no fruit or vegetables. <laughs> and we are in full winter. And in winter, the moon is dark, okay? The darkness of the moon comes. And when we're in that dark moon, we're in our shadow. So what I love about winter is it gives us a space and time to rest. The soil begins to re replenish. The trees, they pull the water from, from what was once there as fruit or leaves, and they pull their energy in to their root system. And their root system gets fully nourished and begins to prepare for the recycling for spring, to bring that energy back up and out into the tree to support. In winter, I think what's really key is that we allow reflection and contemplation to take place. It's not really a time of action. It's a time of rest. So to start to recognize that these seasons can really nourish your creative process. So let's say it's that book and you've sent it out and now you wait, you wait and see, and you trust the process. You completely trust the process. And then what I love about winter as well is that the new seeds start to grow there. I kind of feel them in fall personally, and then I really develop them and grow them in winter, like in my heart. And then I do, I take those actions in fall, right? Like I really have like a growth spurt in fall. So when I look at the seasons and I look at the moon cycles and kind of how it works, I see the winter and summer. And if you, you know, live <laughs> in different parts of the world, like this will make a lot of sense too. I feel like winter and summer, both energetically are about resting and also just enjoying the hard work from spring and fall because spring and fall we're working a little harder but then winter and summer we're supposed to be enjoying it in some way and so we can start to see those seasons so even if you live in australia for example in my winter is your summer and we're having that experience at the same time and we're friends chatting on the phone and you're in full summer and i'm freezing with my with my ugg boots and <laughs> my scarf on and all the things but we're both in a space like maybe you're out hiking the trails and visiting waterfalls but maybe i'm sitting by the hot fire and i'm learning to knit you know and and that's beautiful both of them are beautiful and we want to honor those and then in spring and fall same concepts right we're just in different stages of the cycles but we're both being very active and making movement. So what's really cool is to recognize these seasons are happening all over the world, all of the time. And then the lunar cycles are happening all over the world, all of the time. And the solar cycles happening day in, day out. And now we have all of these cycles moving around us. And I think what happens is we become so disconnected on the day in, day out 
of what's really moving that we forget to tap in to the magic of the cycles, the seasons, the lunar cycle, right? And the, and, and the solar cycle. And when we remember and we begin to tap into this, we can also start to understand, oh, this is what's next. I'm feeling very motivated. I've got a spurt of energy. I'm going to go, go, go. And then maybe I'm going to rest a little bit and enjoy the fruits of my labor for a while. And then I'm going to have another big burst of creative flow. And then I'm going to rest again. And that it's okay. And to be in full trust with it. And that's the big one, is to be in trust and in flow with the energies and the cycles that are naturally moving through you already. The invitation is to sink into them and tap into them and then utilize them, integrate them into your world versus pushing them down or pushing them away. Because I don't know about you, but I definitely have never honored my lunar cycle or my menstrual cycle. I've always just pushed it down. It's inconvenient. And now in my life, as I'm entering menopause, I recognize that I have missed a huge opportunity to celebrate my womanhood, to understand that my cycles are sacred. And it's not my fault. It's not anyone's fault. This is the model of the world we've grown up with. It's what we know. But to come back and say, okay, I choose to walk through this differently as I move forward. And I'm going to honor when I need to rest. And I'm going to see it as sacred, not as an inconvenience. I'm going to honor when I feel those days that are just full of energy. I'm going to be excited about them. I'm going to celebrate them. I'm going to honor them. Because I know that that means I have rested to prepare for this sprint, you know, for whatever that looks like. <sighs> so I hope this gave you some food for thought. You know, if I were to pick an archetype for the cycles and the seasons, I would pick the farmer because the farmer has many little projects that they're growing at any given time. They pay attention to the sun. They pay attention to the seasons, and they pay attention to the moon and they honor that. And they use that to create bountiful gardens. If you were a farmer, what would your garden look like? Have you pulled the weeds? Have you watered it? <laughs> we got to take care of it in the seasons that they need to be taken care of. Have you remembered to plant your seeds? Have you given them an opportunity to grow and have life? Start to recognize what that might need to look like. The invitation is there as always. I want to thank you for joining me on the Wild Soul Academy podcast. It has been a complete pleasure. I hope you have a beautiful, blessed day. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. I would love to connect with you deeper. You can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, all at joykaya. Also, you can go to the website at joykaya.com and learn about all of the things that I am out there doing and being in the world. And I want to invite you to go and be and do in the world. Leave your love legacy. 
you have a gift and an impact to share, and I want you to do it each and every day. Thank you. And until next time.